With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to the hottest episode ever recorded of the McCovey Chronicast. Uh, SB Nation, San Francisco Giants blog, McCovey Chronicles, uh, we're the podcast for that. I'm Brian Murphy, former managing editor of McCoveyChronicles.com, and with me is Doug Brizzoni, who writes for the Giants at GiantsDoug.substack.com, also formerly of McCovey Chronicles. Uh, Doug, are you alive? uh it's up in the air i mean i live in sacramento it might be hell uh i i went outside today and you fool the air was assaulting me it was i literally just step outside and it's like pins and needles on my skin every step i take uh i have regrets about every life choice i've made other than the one the, the one that, that was good. The one that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. But certainly the series of events that have led you to recording this podcast right in the middle of the heat wave. Those, yeah, terrible. Uh, yeah. Awful. <laughs> um, I, I'm overheating. Doug's overheating. And the Giants' bats are overheating. Here we Hey-o. go. <laughs> hey. Shout um, out to Lewis Brinson. <laughs> we are recording this uh, on Tuesday evening just before the Giants begin a bullpen game. And just as a preview, we're doing our bullpen trust power rankings from the last month. So it's perfect timing. But also the Giants are riding a four-game winning streak after a seven-game losing streak. 
and it's not lost on me, and I made sure Doug was aware of it. It's not lost on either of us that the Giants seem to do well when this podcast is dark. <laughs> we didn't have a show in April. That was their best month. We uh, took a, a little extra break because of the holiday. And uh, hey, look, they sort of came alive there. Um, but you know what? They're going to have to learn to win with us doing this show. That's Yeah, that's right. They have to toughen up. You yeah. know, they have to play through adversity. And if that adversity is us talking about them, so be it. That's right. Um, we're throwing everything we've got at talking about them. And they've just got to deal with it. We are... We're somehow we're the Mookie bets of podcasts to the <laughs> of Giants podcasts um, and that we neutralize them most of the time. Um, or, or if you want to go back a little farther, the Scott Harrison of podcasts. The Scott, that is probably more apt, much more apt. <laughs> okay. We don't have Mookie bets talent. No, 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 not, no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, so does, does this uh, four game winning streak, does this basically this surge to begin September, does it actually mean anything to you, Doug? Oh yeah, it means they're back. They're making the playoffs. <laughs> they're doing that eight. They're they're making up those eight games on uh, either the Padres or the Phillies. Uh, they're both collapsing. It doesn't matter. Maybe they'll just maybe they'll get the second wild card spot. I don't know. I think they can do it. I'm going to say they can do it. Do I sound convincing? Because I that that's all I got. Um, I yeah, you sound like you are half heartedly into it. That's. You're 100% half-heartedly. Exactly. Um, but I, I think this is basically what the design of the team has been or was going into the year was just like, let's just hit a lot and see what happens and um, and see if that can paper over all of our many other deficiencies. Um, and also, I, I will say it, it goes a long way towards um, – having healthy players on the field that goes a long way towards the team doing well. Who knew Lewis Brinson being um, an outfielder who's not only like uh, younger and healthier than some of the other options out there. Uh, hungrier, you know, he's been in the minor leagues. He wasn't going to get a shot with the Astros this year, originally, you know, previously from the Marlins. Um, and, you know, he's getting a chance to play meaningful or play major league baseball uh, so they've got that edge to him, and he has power, and that's great. That's fantastic. But David VR coming up, basically they're not giving up bats to Brandon Belt, who's hurt, and now we're you know you probably already know this. Brandon Belt has season-ending knee knee surgery. Man, if people are relying on us for news, you know, thank you. But <laughs> he he had uh, he's had knee issues going back to last year, and basically saying, "Let me see if I can tough it out and see if I can do it." His knee surgery would shut me down. We can question the wisdom of why he just just didn't have the knee surgery in the off season, but I think that will get us into our topic in a in a minute here. But for the time being, I I do want to dwell on it's a night and day situation from the seven game winning streak to the uh, losing streak into what, whatever's going on right now. It's only four games, of course. Um, but it, it does look a lot like the, the team that was promised going into this season. Yeah. This is who they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be able to hit. They were supposed to be competitive. They were supposed to, you know, play good baseball. Uh, that hasn't happened for a lot of this year, but if you look at the blueprint where, you know, last night or uh, I guess two nights ago then you hear this on Monday you know to hit five homers against the Dodgers who are the greatest team ever assembled um, 
and that's they what they it. say. That's what they say. People, everyone's saying it. Oh, I meant the Dodgers. That's the Dodgers. <laughs> um, but they, you know, they did it with they had a they had two from Lewis Brinson, uh, who was just a complete like dumpster dive almost, and that's that's what they did last year, right? They they went out, they found guys who could who could contribute that nobody else thought could contribute, and they gave them a chance. Uh, and it, it went very well. They got one from Tyro Estrada, who's basically a, a solid player at this point. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody thinks he's a superstar, but he's he's a good player, and we're, we're happy to have him, I think. They got one from David VR, uh, a prospect who the team needs. Uh, you know, the team needs pretty desperately, actually, one of their prospects to hit, because otherwise it'll just be this again next year. And they got the other one from JD Davis, who was their, their very big trade acquisition mm-hmm. uh, who they got because the Mets very reluctantly parted with him for the sole reason that they didn't want him anymore. <laughs> and he's been a letdown. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, and also great. I don't think when the season is over, I don't think any reasonable person would sit there and say that the issue with the Giants this year has been the starting pitching. And so coupled with the this offensive run of these last four games, great turn through the rotation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and they, nobody they like a- nobody doing anything other than what they've basically been doing all year. Even Alex Cobb, for the most part, has been doing some version of this for pretty much all years since he's been back from the IL that first time. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the only difference between Alex Cobb now and Alex Cobb in like late May, early June is the defense is catching the ball behind him, yeah. um, and so you're seeing that the Giants were right to take the gamble on him. You know that it it went very well. Uh, the rest of the team obviously not going very well, but the talent they saw, it's there. The mechanical stuff they did to get another couple miles on his fastball, it worked. Um, Alex Cobb has been has been really good this year. Um, Radon's obviously been great. Webb's obviously been great. Uh, Alex Wood, before he went on the IL, was was faltering pretty badly, and Jacob Junis has been has been as good as you could possibly hope for from him. And um, Anthony Disclafani has been fantastic because he hasn't pitched. Yeah, and Anthony Disclafani <laughs> has just gotten out of the way. Of, a lot of positive attributes. Uh, he has friends who treasure him. And I think we should all celebrate that. Uh, so again, we're making a lot of a four game winning streak and the Dodgers are probably going to stop all over them the rest of the series, but maybe not. We don't know. But Doug, I know it's too hot to hope, but what are your hopes for the rest of this baseball season? <laughs> I just want everyone to have fun. <laughs> You know what? I'm with you. I want to see the Giants have fun the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, I say that kind of sarcastically, but also kind of, they're not playing for anything. You know, they're, no. they're not going to make the playoffs. And that's that's not a huge deal. But I want to see them be competitive. I want to see them play well against good teams. I want to see some promise for next year, even if it's a small sample size thing for the month of September that I shouldn't put too much stock in. I will. I want to see it and I'm going to put too much stock in it. And then next year when it doesn't pan out, I'm going to be horribly crushed. But right now I want to see it. (laughs) I want David VR to hit 400 this month. So I can think he's going to hit 400 all next year. 
not mentioned, but worth mentioning is that not mentioned previously, but I need to mention now David VR has really made it impossible for the giants to ignore him. Like he's basically just hit at every level he's been at. Um, and he hasn't had to repeat. And he's basically sort of said, Hey, I'm, I'm a guy. Look at me. And he wasn't drafted by this regime. He was drafted from the previous one. And I don't, suspect that had anything necessarily to do with why they called and sent him down and now have finally brought him back in September. But I, I do wonder if that had any bearing on how much of a look they're going to give it, give to him previously, but now that they're not really playing for anything, that's what I was getting at. They're kind of like, all right, well, let's really see if he can, if he can hang at this level. Um, but I, I mean, credit to him is what I'm basically saying that, He's made it impossible for them to do anything other than give him this month long audition, which just two weeks ago, we were old man complaining that the Giants don't even have those types of players. But uh aha, they've decided that he is one. And I I think that that's all the credit to the player. So, yeah, I mean, VR, VR forced their hand. I mean, he obviously wasn't drafted by Farhan, but I think most of the development has happened. Yes. Over the last couple of years. And that is something the current front office can absolutely take credit for. I think I want to see, uh, I, I don't want them to get sunk by the Dodgers. Obviously it just seems, you know, that's the tilt of it, but they have a slim chance. I don't know how it's possible, but they have a slim chance, Doug, of being 69 and 69. Oh, that would be nice. Can we just see that maybe? I mean, I know that's asking a lot. They'd have to basically go, what? They have to go five and one in these next six games. Um, I don't know. It's possible. Can we see that? So having fun, some 69. <laughs> oh, they only have to go four and one. I, I, they could, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. They could do it. Uh, so they, <laughs> and I think I, I do want to see, I mean, I said, if you squint, this was a, two or three weeks ago, I, I said, if you squint, you can probably see them getting the 75 wins. And I, I think I want to get greedy now. I want to see if they can pull off a Gabe Kapler special and just wind up at 81 and 81. <laughs> I, I feel like the, the true Gabe Kapler special is 80 and 82. 80 and 82. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Either, you know, either one, but if the, if it's over 500, we're going to be, it's not a Gabe Kapler special. Yeah, exactly. No, it, <laughs> it's, it has to be either 80 or 81 wins. Honestly, you know, it'd be perfect is somehow if, they, if a game gets canceled and go 80 and 81. Oh, I think that would be ideal. Oh, I'm chef's kissing. It's too hot to do the whole thing. And I, don't, I can't afford the moisture. Can't spare it. But just imagine. Okay. Uh, one thing, one pleasant, unpleasant thing I'm not looking forward to is the strong possibility. I think that Brandon Belt could retire. And I'm, I'm bringing this topic up because Sammy Higgins on McCovey Chronicles, she mentioned it in today's BP post about, you know, she's, Linking from uh, Alex Pavlovic article uh, where Dwayne Kuyper mentioned in the Giants Insider podcast or the Giants Talk podcast, sorry, with his son, that Brandon Belt, he thinks, might re- might retire at the end of the year because of this belt, uh, because of this knee injury situation. Um, and I guess that's, that's, that is newsworthy. Brandon Belt uh, never quite got to being what we all hoped he would be, or certainly I think with the Giants expected him to be you know basically essentially if not necessarily will clark but the 30 home run first baseman guy and he never quite got there but my goodness brandon belt 
We don't know if he's going to retire, but I'm saying, my goodness, Brandon Belt has been a com- uh, the whole package for them his entire Giants tenure. Whenever he's played, <laughs> yeah, he's he's been great. I mean, I was um, just last night. I was I was thinking about writing about him, so I was sort of looking at his stats. Even 2012, when he wasn't really that good, you know, we all kind of remember that Bochi kept benching him for Aubrey Huff. And the uh, holes in his swing and the were remarkable. And, and, yeah. Hank, and Hank Shulman, that was the year Hank Shulman said, you know, if you take out Belt's hot streak here and take out Ryan Terrio's cold streak here, Ryan Terrio has been a much better hitter. than." <laughs> I, I think we all remember that. Um, but even 2012, he had an OPS plus of 123. I mean, he's which is what, it, what it's been for his entire career, actually. Um, he's been a 23% better hitter than league average for his entire career. And it doesn't feel like it. You know, because it feels like he's sort of up and down and sometimes or hurt. Good, yeah. And sometimes he's hurt and, you yeah. know, you kind of make excuses. Um, but he's he's had a very good career, uh, even even setting aside the, the World Series. Um, he's he's been a really good hitter. He's been a solid player. He is. Uh, we were all delighted by him coming on a boat to start this year with the captain's hat on. Yeah, that's and, mainly what I wanted to start with. That that <laughs> kind of that peak was sort of his season, his series finale, in a lot of ways. Right, that was him riding off into the sunset, <laughs> and he he kept playing as the sun. Well, it's a good thing he rode off into the sunset then instead of like this week. Yeah, he, he'd just be ashes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go into the sunset yeah, this week. Not, it's a very good. bad idea. But he definitely seems if there's not a if if Farnsidey didn't have a, a, an image of a player in mind when he said we're going to try to get younger and healthier next year, uh, I mean Brandon Belt fits fits the antithesis perfectly. Older and, and unhealthy, you know, he seems like the exact kind of player that they'd be trying to distance themselves from going into next year, and probably only by virtue of Brandon Crawford's extra year of sixteen million dollars. And Tommy Listella's one remaining year of $11.5 million are those guys going to be sticking around, but I'm sure their leashes will be extremely short. Um, yeah. I mean, I, especially Listella. Yeah. I think Crawford, you know, he hasn't been as good as he, he's been in the recent past this year, um, but he has contributed. Listella has not. And there comes a point when you just kind of have to cut bait. Yeah. And I think the giants might do that. Plus I think in, at least in Crawford's, situation if he's healthy enough you know what i mean he's expected to start the season or goes into spring training fine that i can easily see the farewell tour coming out and everyone being behind it so um if this is the end of brandon belt's giants tenure though it'll be a little weird that it's going to happen sort of this way we might get you know a dugout wave uh, on the home finale or something or we won't know and then he'll just be a kansas city royal next year (laughs) (laughs) but Anyway, when we come back, we're going to do something that no reasonable human being should do. We're going to take a look at the Giants' bullpen. And by God, we're going to talk about them for Wait, some we, seven we minutes. I'm quitting. Nope, I've locked you in, Doug. Damn it. <laughs> I, I've rescinded all your cold credits until you, the, you finish this segment. <laughs> oh, you know I need those. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. 
You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, rest in peace, the Giants bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> this will not be the last bullpen trust power rankings. Uh, Doug, I bet you wish you'd never come up with this concept. <laughs> I do. It haunts me. It haunts my every dream. Uh, I'm shackled to it like a prisoner. But it it's such a great me. idea because in for any baseball site because you are looking at the most volatile clown car part of every baseball roster and you're trying to make it make sense and you can't bullpens by their very nature they're designed that's what they that's what they mean when they say baseball is designed to break your heart they're just talking about bullpens <laughs> no it's it's a perfect <laughs> bit because um <laughs> First off, you always have you always have new content whenever you want. Second, uh, you can give hot takes on things. And third, people get really mad about the bad ones, and then they'll talk about it, and then that'll increase your engagement. You can get hot takes, and it's also you can totally nail a prediction or a take, or be completely wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, in yeah, the exactly. atomic level. <laughs> So to that last month, we didn't do uh, a, an official ranking. We I, we are ditching the the countdown, counting up because they're all bad. We, you know, I, I may, went out of my way to say that there are things that are just in the world more trustworthy, more reliable than the Giants bullpen. So we didn't do that this month. But this month, we're going to do it a little bit different. I'm not going to rank random things. By the way, Better Call Saul's ending was great. <laughs> I, I had trust that, that it would end well, and it did. And it was beautiful. Anyway, hey, and, and flow still out there being wacky. So <laughs> we both nailed it. There we, we both nailed it. Uh, but the so this month we're just going to sort of do rankings via tiers, T-I-E-R, uh, which I think in general life we should just do tiers more often. You know, um, Game of Thrones, that's probably a, a, a tier four show, but Mad Men's a tier five show, you know, so that kind of thing. So there's going to be three tiers, three levels essentially of the Giants bullpen. We're going to rank them with. Um, I threw them randomly out there uh, to force Doug to think in my limited way. And uh, it's uh, the tiers are the lowest tier being uh, I wouldn't trust this Giants reliever with the Giants trailing by three runs. The middle tier is I wouldn't trust this Giants reliever with a lead of any kind. And the top tier, the best possible tier of Giants reliever is I will suck it up and trust this reliever with a lead, but begrudgingly. So I'll be, I'll be um, sideshow Bob rake grumbling the entire time he's on the mound. Um, okay. Uh, let's start with the pitcher and then put them in the tiers. How about that? All right. I probably should have said that during the warm up, but that seems more fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And we'll start from the bottom of the list up. Alex young. Uh, you know, uh, 
I'll suck it up and trust him with the lead. He's yeah. he's been good. Um, okay. I don't know that it's going to continue, but he's been legitimately really good uh, since he came to the Giants. So in in August, he had an ERA of two ninety two and a FIP of three nineteen. Not bad. I, and that's you know, and that two ninety two ERA came with a three fifty nine BABIP, which you would expect to come down. Uh, he walked too many guys, but you know, he he's getting it done. God, I'm I'm so scared because we're as we already mentioned, we were recording this right before the Giants have a bullpen game. <laughs> so so by saying Alex Young has gotten it done, he is gonna give up four runs in a third of an inning. He's uh, gonna stand Coonrod it. Yeah, hopefully that when the Dodgers start teeing off on the Giants bullpen game tonight it is not a jace tingler-esque watching your bullpen give up solo home run after solo home run after solo home run and you're standing there like a deer in the headlights or you know actually the way jace tingler looked like it's like wow someone's mauling your family and you're just standing there you're not (laughs) doing anything um and it's just it's the three-run variety um we didn't give any numbers alex young is in that same tier for me i will i will suck it up and i will be fine i will say fine but the Giants bullpen last month had a 3.46 ERA. Can you believe it? Doug, no. you gave me all these numbers, but I can't no. believe it anyway. Right, right. I gave you those numbers, but I, I still couldn't believe it. I will say their their Fangraphs WAR was negative point one. <laughs> so, what? yeah. All right, the Giants bullpen, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> Even when they're good, they're not good. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, the next reliever, Tyler Rogers. I will take this one. I've got Tyler Rogers, and I wouldn't trust him with the lead of any kind. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, <laughs> it, it hasn't gone well for Tyler Rogers this year. No. Um, some of that's been the defense, and then some of that's that he's not striking guys out anymore. And yeah. he needs to strike guys out again. Yeah. Junior uh, Marte. Uh, Junior Marte was a tough one because he's actually been very bad this month. But he was but good I, last night. He was good last <laughs> night, but he, or well, he was bad in in August, but he was good last night. So it's kind of tough. I'm I'm putting him in. Wouldn't trust the lead of any kind. I'm I'm kind of torn on it because, you know, in in August he had an ERA of nine. Uh, it was just in six innings, but FIP of six seventy eight. Uh, you know he. He wasn't good, but I no. still like you look at him and you're like, well, I think he, he could be, you know? Yeah. If you, yeah. And I have him the same level. I think the fact that he has the ability to strike guys out, <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just differently untrustworthy from Tyler Rogers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Zach Littell, I'm going to put him in the same tier. Wouldn't trust with the lead of any kind. But with the caveat of Zach Littell has looked a lot better since coming back from AAA. Um, yeah, I'm not going to mention whether or not he may or may not have fixed his mechanics in some <laughs> Uh But he, he has been... That's where good. people go to get well. 
Exactly. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, it's 125 degrees there today, right? So it just burns away all your impurities. So that's that's right. You got to get out there and execute your pitches, or else you're gonna have to stand on the mound even longer. It's a diabolically effective system. It works. <laughs> um, no, but he was he was really good in August. Uh, he did a great job. He looked better. I don't trust him that much. I still think he's gonna be. He's going to revert to the guy he was at the beginning of the year. So I have him in that that middle tier. Wouldn't trust the lead of any kind. All right. So this this brings us to the big uh, controversial one for me um, because it seems like he's the sin eater. He's the one that will take all of your negative thoughts about the Giants bullpen, um, which is not totally fair. But Dominic Leone has certainly not looked very good for most of the season. Uh, Doug, where did, where would you rank Mr. Dominic Leon? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I have him. Oh, I'm sorry, Dominic. I have you in the lowest tier. I know he, <laughs> he listens. He's the only Giants player who listens to this podcast, and we're still doing this to him. It's so he so started cool. going bad when we started talking him up. Yeah. That we were the happened. ones saying, like, don't, the peripherals are, yes, it's concerning, but he's, he's, he's managing. And then he was like, yeah. Yeah, and then it just went to his head. It just, it just, he got arrogant, and it's, it's all our fault. Uh, you got greedy, Dominic. So. <laughs> um, no, so, I mean, he was not good in August, um, but the more you look at his numbers, honestly, the worse he looks because he struck out. He pitched ten and two thirds innings. Um, he had ten point one three strikeouts per nine, which I assume means twelve strikeouts might have been 11 i'm not gonna check but he also walked seven in those innings he uh had a 422 era but then a 461 fifth and a 518 x fifth meaning he got lucky on fly balls and didn't allow as many of them to be homers as you would expect so i mean he was bad and he was bad with reasonably good luck oh i'm looking at he had nine walks in August. Nine walks in August. Nine sure. walks in August. Even yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A nine forty four OPS. Yeah. That's, that's not what you uh, want. no. It's not what you want. Um, a minus point five seven three win probability added. So you were you were most assuredly going to lose the game when he came in, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So he's he's the reason why I thought. I wouldn't trust Dominic Leon with the Giants trailing a game by three runs, three plus runs. So if they're losing by six, I wouldn't want him in there because he would give up a couple more. Um, yeah, but he has not been good. I, I think his days are numbered with the Giants, um, even though the Giants always surprise me when I say that. I'm like, they, they're not going to do that again. Then they do. But he hasn't looked good. And he is sort of demeanor on the mound is sort of uh, telegraphing. Uh, that he even is fully aware and it's getting to him mentally. And I, I think that's kind of maybe a bigger sin with the Giants. Remember Jake McGee, it's kind of like that Mark Melanson, Sergio Romo effect. It's like, uh, or it's the Armando Benitez thing. You're just, you're jaunty Armando Benitez. <laughs> even when you throw a pitch and everything explodes around you, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but if you start showing some aggravation, then the team takes your, takes their cue from you. So. Um, anyway, all right. That's enough talking about Dominic Leone. I don't think we. Anymore. Uh, Harleen Garcia. 
Uh, so Harleen Garcia, you know, I looked at the stats and apparently he was good in August. That's okay. Dave Fleming was talking about this on the radio and I'm like, I'm going to take your word for it because you're so convinced. But I, I guess since I haven't watched him pitch in a while, it's a little bit different. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, he pitched, he pitched 15 in the third innings, uh, with a, you know, solid ERA. Every all his stats are good, but I don't trust him. You know, I'm maybe I should, but I don't trust him with a lead. I think yeah. it's going to go wrong. All right. So yeah, he. I have him in the same tier. I have so we have at least the same. We have this four guys on the same tier there, um, and it's the same thing. It's almost as though I came in riding so high with him, and maybe the Giants did too. Uh, and just realizing like, oh, in the early going, maybe he is a guy that we can rely on for leverage. And then they started putting him in higher leverage spots and it, it just went kaboomy, kablooey. It went badly. And so uh, I think maybe they've adjusted when he's being used and maybe that's helped make him look a little bit better. I can't think of a time recently where he's pitched a super high leverage situation. He said stupidly, but I, I can't really... He's pitching in the eighth inning uh, in a 13 to one blowout. There's that. I'm looking at his game log right now. And um, basically his highest leverage situation. Um, one. So basically his highest leverage situation that he's had. Uh, July 21st. July 25th. That was kind of his last really high leverage situation, and he didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, so, that's yeah. the other thing about this exercise because um, I think Harlan Garcia, when the Giants are behind, will pitch extremely well. But then you give him a lead, and then I don't trust him. Right. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I have him on the same exact tier. Okay, so then that gets us to uh, Camilo Duval. Camilo Duvall, uh, I trust him begrudgingly. Yes, even uh, though out of every, if we were doing a pure ranking, he would be number one, and then everybody else would sort of be a blob right, after him. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, because at the end of the day, closers blow saves, and closers when they walk guys, that's when it usually goes badly. And uh, it's very difficult in the history of baseball to not develop a closer who doesn't walk guys sometimes. So. I guess what I'm getting at is like the times where he's had hiccups have to me been mostly that. Yeah. I mean, when you throw 103 miles an hour, it's not always going to go where you want. Yeah. And that's the trade off. Yeah. So I have them on that same level, which leaves our last two guys and I'll take them both. I'll start with both of them. I have them on the same level. I would suck it up and I trust them with the lead, but begrudgingly. And that is uh, John Brebbia uh, and Scott Alexander. You have to, you have to test me here though, Doug, is this, is this a, old bias of, of being a John Brebbia number one guy fan for most of the season? Yes. Or is there something there? Okay. 100% bias. You um, have him in the middle tier. I have him in the middle tier. I Honestly, I, I considered the bottom tier, and I kind of dismissed it because he's he's not that bad, but... Um, you see him he, fading. Yeah, he's fading. He had a pretty bad month of August. Uh and no, it was just, stinky. Stinky poo-poo, for it was sure. stinky poo-poo. <laughs> so those are serious charges. Uh, and he did not have a good... Uh, he 
pitching two games against the Phillies and one of them was okay. And the other one was not, um, he blew the save, gave up the three run home run. And, uh, yeah, a three forty three batting average in August, five fifteen fit. The, that's, that's worse than Dominic Leon, which, which we're saying is not possible. So <laughs> that, that is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know, I just, I don't have confidence when he comes into a game. I did for a while. Um, and then he betrayed me as relievers do. Uh, it was entirely personal. And now I'm wary of him. I think that Brebbia, I don't, I don't know that he's, he's quite what he, he's certainly not what he was in the first couple months of the season. Uh, maybe the longer his beard grows, the worse he gets. I think science should look into that. I do want to point this out. He's start. He's opening for the Giants for the fourth time tonight, for the fourth time this season, and it will be his sixty fourth appearance of the year, which leads the major leagues, I believe, by a significant margin. So, it it's reasonable to say that he's been he's been god awful, but it's also possibly you could argue that the Giants are making him bad. Yeah, I mean that the overuse <laughs> is. That's that's a way to, to destroy a reliever. I mean, as much as Jim Brower is a joke to those of us who remember 2004, Felipe putting him in every game, the reason he did that is because he was really good at the start, and then he faded a little bit down the stretch, and then in 2005, he was awful. Um, and you don't want to do that to a guy. And baseball managers and uh, front offices are motivated to do this because relievers by their very nature are fungible and they don't make as much as most of the rest of the roster. So they're heavily incentivized to just chew these guys up year yeah, after or, year. So if you burn, you burn through that arm because you want to use it while you got it. Yep. Um, and so it, it could be, that's what they're doing with Rebia. You know, he's, I think now two years removed from Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a full season last year, which might also be part of it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it certainly looks like he's showing some signs of fatigue. Okay. So here's my gam- Here's my pitch to John Brebbia, who's definitely listening to this right before he's about to step out in the mound. Well, uh, uh, Dominic Leon's going to tell him what we said. Yeah. Is that for me personally, John Brebbia, you're still, I'll, keep you in the lead in the top tier. But if this opening doesn't go well, you're in the bottom tier. That's, I, you that's know, it. I don't think that's fair because this is a really, it's not fair. Thing. No. And if he does badly uh, in his start today, that's, that's pitching badly as a starter. That's not really. All right. All right. <laughs> then I'm, then I'm leaving you in the top tier because I still think, I still think he's going to come through. <laughs> I don't know why I think I'm being ridiculous. So, okay. Yours is fair. Yes, yours is fair. I'm not I'm not arguing yours. So that leaves Scott Alexander, Dodgers cast off. (laughs) Uh, He's he's in the top tier because anyone who's ever been on the Dodgers is better than anyone uh, who's not been on the Dodgers. Uh, I think that's what we learned. That's right. The the Dodgers cast offs are the Giants all stars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Scott Alexander has looked great, and um, I'm sure he's pitching this week uh, in L.A. with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. But, um, you know, all 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 told, he's got an upgrade a little bit. You know, he's getting away from Justin Turner. That yeah. seems like oh, a, a net gain. That's big. Uh, <laughs> that's big. <laughs> um, Julio Urias doesn't seem like a cool guy. I don't know. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, Dustin May might just be might catch you off guard sometimes in the wrong angle, 
and it might be like um did you see that movie um it follows <laughs> i mean just imagine you're sitting in the clubhouse right you're minding your own business and then suddenly you look up and what the hell is that oh go, oh, go. oh no, no it's dustin may it's dustin may I know we have one of those i know that i just oh god this oh just imagining it it's horrifying yeah, so you know he he gets now he's just in the uh, in the Giants clubhouse where a, a frightening number of the players vaguely look like Gabe Kapler, <laughs> which we'll get into I think in the off season because it seems like as good as any to explain what kind of players the Giants pursue. But um, anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back next week with an all new episode. Doug, tell the people where they can read you. Uh, you can find my writing at giantsdoug.substack.com. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, also other days, but there just aren't new <laughs> posts on the other days. Weather permitting. Weather <laughs> permitting. Yeah, I, I, no guarantees for this Thursday. I might pass out uh, tonight and wake up in a pool of my own sweat on Friday. <laughs> uh, well, if if that happens, it's been nice podcasting with you. So, <laughs> but you said you wake up, so I guess it wouldn't be yeah, time to work. Yeah, I'll be back anyway. next week. Yeah. Um, thanks again for listening. Check out McCoveyChronicles.com as well for daily updates. Uh, they're also doing a lot of stuff with the minor leagues and, uh, you can get information there about who might be helping the giants next season. And in the meantime, I will say as I'm sweating all my bodily fluids away, go giants, go giants. It's too hot.